Arts, Lifestyle, SNS Online. Hello all and a very warm welcome back to SNS Online. It's been a tidy while. Well, it's that time of year again when the bright, the bold, the beautiful and even those lost souls who fell asleep in their own vomit and ended up on the wrong train by mistake on the overnight sleeper service from Stockton on Tees will all be heading up to Bonnie Edinburgh to offer us all their unique take on a theatrical trip of a lifetime. Whether it's a ticketed event or the so-called free fringe, where they pretend it's free and wait for the bouncers to collect when you're trying to leave. I never like my kneecaps anyway. In this trilogy of bite-sized interviews, we examine the hurdles people face in physically getting a show successfully embedded in Edinburgh over the August period, which happens to be my birthday, by the way. Not that I bother celebrating or anything like that. <clears throat> Whilst covering three very different events under the comedy umbrella, which will both make us laugh hard and occasionally think deep. Today's show feature a fabulous couple, both SNS returnees who are taking a new but tested show up to Edinburgh for August. The premise of A Up Hitler is the shock revelation that our goose-stepping evil dictator didn't die at the end of World War II, but escaped with Eva Braun and his resident cronies to a guest house in Yorkshire, where he attempts unsuccessfully to continue his plans of world domination. A sharply observed satire that, although killingly funny, never forgets the horror of that time, allowing the show to have educational value as well as macho laughs. But getting the show up to Edinburgh, as with many others I'm sure, has not been without its obstacles, as we'll find out shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, and all they thems, put your hands together and give it up for writer-director David McCulloch and producer, performer and co-conspirator Hannah-Kate Harrison. So, hey up, David and Hannah, SNS returnees, welcome back to the show. And can I have a seek Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, we've started early. <laughs> I, I've just had a lolly. I think the E numbers are kicking in. So, uh, yeah, we, we'll scrub that bit. Uh, but uh, how excited must you be that A up Hitler is finally hitting the Edinburgh fringe? I mean, OMG and all that. Yes, it's it's something that a lot of people have said uh, that we should do with this show. And there's always been the plan uh, to mm. take this show to Edinburgh Fringe. Even before it was written, uh, just from the title alone, people were saying, oh, that would be good at the Edinburgh Fringe. <laughs> Absolutely. I was saying it for years. So just to establish, this is not the first time you put on the show, of course, thespians as you are, but this is the first time you've taken one to the Fringe. Uh, yes, this is our first time as uh, producers co-founders of a theatre company. Mm. Uh, what else do we do, Hannah? Well, um, I've, I've written it as well. He wrote and... it. We're both teching it. We're both in it. Yeah. I did the costumes. Yeah. Dave's done the marketing. Yeah. Um, it's been very write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. <laughs> yes. You just want your name on the credits for every single thing that's going on. Obviously, we do, we do. Yeah. It's not just the fact that it saves money just having us do yeah. a lot of the work. Well, yes. At <laughs> one point, Dave... It's for our egos. Totally. At one point, Dave sort of said, right, we can't fit all of our jobs in the programme. So just <laughs> choose which ones are most important to you and we'll go from there. I love so, it. Yes. I love it. So... We'll talk about the actual show in a minute, but just talk us through the whole process and the obstacles you've encountered on the way, which you've defeated with your actor swords and looks to camera, etc. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
Well, one of the first obstacles that came up was COVID because we oh, yeah. started... Pesky COVID. I know, pes- pesky COVID. Mm. We we started the this show properly in 2020 with a research and development that was supposed to um, culminate with a performance at Brighton Fringe and yeah. then the following year, in 2021, we were going to do the Edinburgh Fringe. But then COVID happened and we had to cut the R&D short. Mm. Brighton Fringe got cancelled that year. So all of those plans got pushed back another a year and then an extra year because we couldn't do Brighton Fringe in 2021. So we had to do it in 2022. And now mm. Edinburgh Fringe is 2023. So it's been a long, it's been a long ass journey. It's yeah. kind of worked out for the best though. Like we were talking about this the other day. Like at the time, everything that's come along has felt like, oh my God, what else could possibly come <laughs> along to hit us? But if it hadn't have happened the way that it happened, we wouldn't be in it. It wouldn't be the same show. No. Mm. Um, like it's it's one of these things that is constantly evolving with yes, the ever-changing climate. Yes. Um, <laughs> so like, yeah, we've sort of said it's been really difficult, but also actually it's worked out really, really well. It yeah. has. I mean, the script that we had after the R&D is in- insanely different to the script that has actually been presented on stage Mm. and had it not been for lockdown basically shutting everything down and shutting down our production um i i don't know if we'd be where we are now because the script has vastly improved since then and there were a lot of things in the old script that have now become very outdated and became very outdated (laughs) very quickly because we do take a a few pot shots at our uh, modern day political mess and let's face it. Let's face it. It's been a revolving door of uh, prime ministers recently. Hasn't it? <laughs> Pretty much, very yeah. Very true. Yes. <laughs> so, did this surprise you? How much was practically involved to physically get ready, rehearse, finance, props, transported, people transported, pets transported, and venue and accommodation and all the rest of it? Yeah, I think like we've both seen it before from an actor's point of view, mm, um, sure. like how what goes into putting on a show, but then actually putting on a producer's hat. We've both gone. Good God, how do people do this, like, all the time? <laughs> yeah, and, like, we'll, we'll go to bed one night thinking, wow, we've done loads for the show today, and then we'll wake up the following morning and go, oh, bugger, we haven't done this, we haven't done that, there's this to do. And there's yeah. still, it still seems like there's a million and one things to do, and at mm. the time of recording, there's a week to go. <laughs> Presumably financially, that must have been one of the main issues to, to, to get the show up there because it's quite costly business, isn't it? Uh, yeah, oh just God. just a tad, Nick, just a tad. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. much so. We've, yeah. We have had to um, borrow money from various uh, sources. It's very much been a beg, borrow and steal kind of thing. Mm. Sure. Well, just beg and borrow. Those bank robberies down the road from us had, had absolutely nothing, <laughs> nothing to do with yeah. Gallery Theatre. <laughs> Not at all. But it's there's so much to think about in terms of cost because there's like there's the venue which costs a lot and you can do it as like a straight higher flat fee which in would work out you would get more money at the end of it if you sell well as opposed to a box office split and other hidden costs and all of that malarkey and then of course the accommodation uh, and everywhere in and around Edinburgh have just shot up their prices mm-hmm. yeah and we've got we've been quite lucky we've got accommodation at a university campus on the outskirts of Edinburgh. But if we stayed in Edinburgh Central, we'd be paying double, probably triple what we're paying um, for these uni digs, which is just insane. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I still haven't sorted accommodation out for um, the fringe. I want to go out for about four or five days, something like that. But uh, I think it's, it's going to sting me a little bit. <laughs> you might need to sell a kidney just to find yeah. the room to stay in. I'll, I'll, sell, I'll sell one of Andy's. He won't miss it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andy, Why if you're listening. I need a bathtub of ice. <laughs> I seem to remember you getting a few keyboard warriors making um, vast assumptions about the show on Twitter. Oh, oh, should we call it X now? I really believe it's X. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. No one's going to call it X. It's, it's ridiculous. Twitter. Sorted out. Yeah. What's his face? Bloody Musk. Elon. Elon. Um, um, yeah. 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 There's there's been a few people that have um, seen the title, seen the poster, and made assumptions as to what the show is. Mm. Um, and a few people that aren't keen on the idea. Well, I've said that the show is platforming Hitler, which mm-hmm. it isn't. It it very much is definitely taking the piss out of him. Yeah. Um, obviously. I, I, I don't know why anyone would see the show title and think, well, this is clearly a bloody pro-Hitler show yeah. or something. I think um, people just like to have a go. You know, they've had yes. a bad week. They think, right, I'm going to have a go on this. And if you react to it, that's a victory for them. They think, right, I'm going to wind them up even more now. I mean, we've responded to people that have had genuine concerns. Yeah, and, and that's you know, fair enough, yeah laid out like what the show is actually about and on the surface yeah it is a farcical ridiculous comedy Mm. um but deep down there is a a more serious message about the dangers of fascism that Mm, is currently rising in today's world and has been over the past few years Mm -hmm. and this horrible mess that we live in oh tell me about it um but uh, yeah i i mean obviously like you know you see a title like aop hitler it is going to I don't know, cause some reactions, mm. but you know, it's yeah, it's I mean, just it's a it's a tricky one. Yeah, but, like but, the, I've noticed the problem also seems to be putting the word Hitler into social media because you'll say, oh no, but that's against uh, community guidelines, and you can't even promote oh your own gosh. show. We lost our um, TikTok yes. because they could not understand that it we, was a theatre show. Mm. Um, so we got like violation after violation, started a new TikTok and put up one of the posts that we'd had up on our old TikTok for months. And they went, no, that's against our community guidelines. Yeah. It was the poster. So... The, the poster caused a bit of flack. And mm. we had a TikTok which had an image from the Edinburgh Fringe programme of our listing. Mm. And then that uh, got deleted and stuff and i mean I, I i do know that in the marketing we've very much just been the title the poster and the tagline of you know hitler hiding out in yorkshire mm. because that has drawn in our audiences mm. so far and can we just um, can we just flag up that your poster has been nominated for an award is that right uh, yeah it is in the running for one it yes. is in the running for best comedy poster uh, i voted uh, for British it comedy guide oh, i thank voted you very much, Nick. totally <laughs> it's it's been designed by our director Chris Hawley. He wanted oh, to yeah. go for quite a simple eye-catching design mm. and it's worked. When we first mm. performed the show in Bristol in 2021, we asked audience members, "Oh, what was it about this sh- what why did you want to come and see this show?" And they just pointed at the poster and said, "That and the title yeah. was mm. enough to get us in because we were intrigued." When yeah. a one young woman went, "So I came for two reasons. One, the poster, and two, I'm currently studying um like genocidal history. Genocidal history. <laughs> that is it." 
Um, and she was like, and it was just, it was so factual. And we were yeah. like, yes, nah. Yeah, That's I mean, how we I, get you. again, to flag up, you know, it's it, there's a lot of fun and there's a lot of guffaws and stuff, but there are loads of, you know, you get your fact check thing out there. there there's a lot of information yeah. there about that very turbulent time in history. And I will admit, like, we haven't really gone delve too much into the deeper meaning and the serious side of the play and the marketing mm. because, well, there's only so much you can write in one tweet and we've found that you know we're putting the farcical elements front and center has drawn the audience in mm. and then suddenly they get something that they did not expect at yeah. all mm. and i think the best way to really judge this play is to watch it yeah. and yeah, the absolutely. only people the only targets of our jokes are the very people that we are lambasting which mm. is hitler the nazis and supporters of modern day fascism yeah. i mean it's no all, you know all the fun stuff <laughs> all the fun stuff, but it's no different to the 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 flack that life of brian got back in the day and uh, um the, the the um oh the uh mel brooks film about hitler as well springtime in the producers <laughs> yeah producers producers yeah. you know they all uh, things that are sort of ahead of their time take a take a little while to gestate or whatever you call it so um yeah. you're ahead of the curve i'd say scratch and Online. With Nick Randall. Give us the dates, times, venue, and all the rest of it. So, Aop Hitler is performing at the Space at Surgeons Hall from the 4th till the 26th of August, with a day off on the 13th, because. <laughs> We should probably give our actors and ourselves can a rest. I, can, I just, can I just say something? Every, every, the last two people I've spoken to, they've both taken days off on the 14th, which i got to flag up is my birthday, actually. Uh, oh. But you've actually oh. picked yours on the 13th instead. OK, so we can have a pre-party and, and a main, yes. main do with the other people. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think it's to do with the fact that our venue doesn't have any shows on on the 13th. But right. yeah, we, we, we did it because of you, That's Nick. Of course you did. Yeah. Of course yeah. you did. Um, <laughs> I like to think this sort of might serve as a possible rough guy template you know, to other uh, aspiring performers uh, over you. Is there any other, you know, bullet points you can put across? Um, Getting a show up. Getting a show up there. Um, Perseverance. Do not give up. Yeah, Yeah. don't give up. There have been, I I cannot count the amount of times from when we first attempted to get the show on the stage in 2021 till now where Mm. I've gone, oh, fuck it, I want to pull the plug. I can't do this. It's too much stress. What am I doing? No Mm. one's going to see it. (laughs) And then I've had to be talked down either by you, Hannah, or director Chris or the cast or anyone. Um, Persevere, persevere. Well, not from a roof, presumably. Well, uh, a roof or or a bridge overlooking the canal or something, I don't know. The amount of calls I've had going, if anything else goes wrong, I'm throwing myself in the canal. (laughs) (laughs) And at one point I went, David, you can't. You're currently holding our wedding invites in your hand. Don't worry, I'll put them down first. Right, okay, yeah. Uh, Oh, I forgot to mention mention the time. We're on at 10.15pm for every night that we're on. So it's a bit of a late one. Yeah, you get a few few, uh, late-night revellers coming in. Free drinks. We do say there is a a warning in the show uh, that this show comes with an alcohol advisory warning in that we strongly advise the consumption of alcohol before, during, and And after the play. I love it. I'm so looking forward to seeing it up in uh, Edinburgh. Everybody should go to this because it's fantastic. I've seen it once before and I'm looking forward to seeing how it evolves. Have have you thrown any um, uh, numbers in? Any numbers? Any numbers? And they start singing and where where does the orchestra come from and all that? (laughs) 
an orchestra. We could we could well, just about afford our actors, let alone a bloody orchestra. I Jesus. play a mild flute. Okay. And I say mild because I, I can't say, you know, semi-professional. Mm. I once tooted on a flute one time. Did you know? Um, Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Fil- <I> filthy. <laughs> filthy. I mean, one. it's funny you mentioned that. Like, in the original script, there were no song or dance numbers or anything like that yeah. and then during the R&D uh, we both went away to go and get costume uh, for one of the characters because we weren't in it at this point yeah mm-hmm. um, this because we had two other actors who sadly had to pull out because they got you know proper paying jobs <laughs> <laughs> overrated if you ask me yeah. and then we came back to the rehearsal room and Chris Hawley our director just said well he sent us a text beforehand saying I've done something and then we came in and he'd added this big dance number introducing one of the characters. Oh, and brilliant. I was just like, okay, well, that's, got a, that's now in the script. We were gone for an hour and they had this full choreographed dance number, <laughs> complete with cape and, see, like, yeah. uh, dance moves. Mm. Everything. And, oh, everything. It, needs, it, 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 it all yeah. adds to the whole uh, vibe of thing. I mean, next year, set it on ice. <laughs> there you it was go. a much shorter show and then like four dance numbers got added yeah there's, yeah. there's a few that weren't in the original script and i was like yeah all right chris go on <laughs> shove that in yeah well I add disco lights to the tech he became bye. he he self-appointed himself choreographer as well as director for yeah. this show <laughs> Before we wrap up, actually, I've got a I've got a Hitler joke. Can I tell you a bit my Hitler joke? Oh, please. <laughs> okay, is this going to get you cancelled, Nick? No, 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 it won't do. So Hitler is 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 uh, um, doing his usual nasty thing, and he's he's um, he's torturing a prisoner. So all you can hear uh, is through the door. What is your name? Why are you here? What is your number? Where are your papers? And why do you keep hitting me when I ask you all these questions? <laughs> okay. Oh, brilliant. My cod German accent is probably going to get me cancelled, if nothing else. Oh, uh, but on that brilliant. note, uh, David and Hannah, best of luck with May Up Hitler. I'm so looking forward to all the five star reviews. Uh, so am I. <laughs>